What's going on, everybody? I'm Tanner Markle. And I'm Eric Doty. And we are Green Desert Gaming. Green Desert Gaming, a show where every two weeks two guys come together and talk about a game. So join us as we play games of all eras and talk our way through them. And these past couple weeks we have been playing Spyro the Dragon. Yeah. Yep. Spyro the Dragon. Originally released in 1998 for the PlayStation 1. Yeah, and it was um, developed by Insomniac Games. Yep. And published by Sony Computer Entertainment. Indeed. You know, it was... I didn't know until I started doing research for this podcast that Spyro was made by Insomniac, who are the same people who made Ratchet and Clank, one of my favorite game series. Anyways, <laughs> it came out on September 10th, 1998. That it did. So in Spyro the Dragon, what are you doing? Like the, this is kind of like another Banjo Kazooie kind of story. Spyro gets thrust into action. Yeah, pretty much immediately after the, everything goes down, um, they got a few mechanics like. Uh, uh, fire breath, um, rolling, uh, what's it called? Uh, just a dash or a sprint? Yes. Spyro has t three kind of basic moves, and then there, there's special instances where he does other stuff. Yep. So, like you said, fire breath, charge, and glide. Yep, glide. That's kind of the all three everywhere. Yeah. And then there's flying levels, and then eventually there's these, like, charge boosts. Yeah, supercharge or whatever. Yeah, like call. the arrows on the ground that make you run faster and run into stuff. Yeah. Our story starts when they're in the Dragon Kingdom. They are having a, just a normal day. Everybody's having a great old time and they're having a newscast for whatever reason, just talking about how great the Dragon Kingdom is. Yeah, I don't even know what it's, it's for. It's just, hey, everybody! Just for everyone's entertainment to Lying. find out about the Dragon Kingdom, I guess. They're just kind of jerking each other off about yeah. how great stuff is. Maybe it's because they're rich. Yeah. <laughs> and towards the end of the broadcast, they end up insulting a parent. I guess he was a villain at one point? He, he was a villain, and then he got banned from the Dragon Kingdom. Yeah. And they sent him to a junkyard. His name is Nasty Nork. Alright. Um, so they sent him to a junkyard. And in this broadcast, they call him... Simple-minded, not a threat, and ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and this kind of makes Nork mad and sad all at the same time. Yeah, I remember him getting all like <laughs> when they call him ugly. Upset. Aww, yeah. <laughs> ugly. <laughs> so Nork sitting on his couch, just what was he doing? Just like eating was, pizza or yeah, just popcorn or something while watching yeah, watching, watching the TV, broadcast, watching news, and then. He has this staff that he just sends out a lightning bolt. Yeah, it's like his hammer. Yeah, yeah his like hammer, yeah. And he sends out a, a lightning bolt that... Like, magically, like, turns everyone to crystal. All the dragons, yeah. Yeah. So, turns all the dragons to crystal, and somehow Spyro gets away. Yeah, must be because he's not full-grown or something, but... Is he the only kid dragon? 
Only one I've ever seen. I mean, I mean the only one only... we save. Well, he's, he's, we don't save any kid dragons. I so. mean, we'll we'll kind of get to the mechanics as they come, but like we're we're saving dragon eggs in this game, so that's true. There's got to be other dragon kids running around. Yeah, maybe they didn't get captured either, and they're just somewhere off world. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, Spyro, it's it's Spyro's time to shine. Yep, Spyro, step up, and it is your duty to action to go save all the dragons who got turned into crystal and not only that collect all the treasure yep and all the dragon eggs that were stolen yes sir so well i mean we kind of already talked on it a little bit in spyro it's just a platformer game you're running around you're jumping on platforms and spyro has his move set yeah set amount alive or hits you can take like three i think and i don't think you can get more than that I, isn't it four it's three. Yeah, it is three. It is four. It's three, and then and uh, then he goes. So in this game, like you take hits, and you have this little firefly companion, dra dragonfly. Dragonfly. His name is Spark. Sparks. Um, or sparks. Yeah. Yeah. Sparks. Sparks, and as you get hit, he's your damage indicator. So I think he goes from gold to green to blue, and then he's gone. And then he disappears. Yeah. And then after that, you die. Yeah. Okay, so it's four hits. And yeah, and running around, jumping on platforms, shooting people with your fire breath. There's kind of... There's two types of enemies in this game. There's small enemies and big enemies, a little bit. Yeah, well, I guess, and then they, you they, can also say there's also another Metal one, enemy. Like, like yeah, fireproof yeah. or non-fireproof as well. There... There's a couple modifiers that you can have on your enemy in this game. Yeah, that that would be a better way to do it. Does that make yeah. yeah. So, well, I guess we can probably just talk about that as we go through it. Yeah, we can pretty much jump into the story. Yeah, so Spyro, it's your time to shine. And when this is all going down, Spyro, Spyro is actually in the artisan world. Yeah, uh, which is, I would imagine is like the dragon world, like their main. Yeah, world. like the dragon proper, where they're just kind of hanging out. Yeah, like these are classic dragons. Yeah, basically, that's what I get from it. At yeah, least. and Spyro is a, another collectathon. That's what I meant when I brought up Banjo Kazooie. You're going around and you're collecting, just, just collecting just, that's all gems, yep. gems and dragons and yep. eggs. Go to worlds, collect items. Yep. Get to the next one. And so each world kind of has a set an, set amount of dragons. And in this game, we should talk about it because since we both played the remastered, this game looks fucking fantastic. Oh yeah, way better than the first. It one. is amazing. I I never played the original. I'll go ahead and say that here. But I went back and looked at some videos of it, and man, it looks like shit. Yeah, it was not the prettiest game, but it I, was a really memorable game for me. I, at I least, know. So. I wanted to coin something in this episode. I wanted to coin a term for the show, mm -hmm. um, which is a perfect platformer. Yeah. And to become a perfect platformer, you have to have controls that are responsive, right? So, responsive controls and set themes. Okay. And I think Spy Spyro is like a perfect example of that. Oh yeah, the themes are on point and... And the controls are on point. Yeah, yeah. And it's it feels good in your hands and it looks amazing. Yeah, I never had a problem with any of the controls really. I mean, other than just my, yeah. own, my own stupidity. I, I feel like Banjo-Kazooie doesn't deserve that title, but it's kind of leaning into it a little bit. It was a little, it was a little rough control and like, yeah. even, even it's though... An, it's a Nintendo 64 yeah, game. Especially once you got in the water, it was... 
<laughs> How did the old Spyro control? Did you remember it controlling pretty well? I don't remember having any trouble with it other than just when you're doing your dash run. Yeah. Like, that was a little, like, a little janky just because you'd have to, like, any game. I mean, it, it, so it, the it, controls got better. Yeah, difficulty Definitely. to it, though. Like, yeah. But, yeah, I think the control's a little more responsive. Got tighter. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely like... So, I guess I can say, speaking strictly to the Reignited trilogy, these games are perfect. Not, not, they are perfect platformers. They are a perfect example of their genre. Yep. Yeah. And this is what, I didn't, like, I just want to say, I didn't, like, finish this game, but I'm definitely, it's one of those games I'm going to go back and play through as I'm, like, listening to podcasts just it's it's a good nothing game to just yeah collect stuff and run through yeah it's definitely fun to um, mindlessly play yeah so like just he- chill out sit <laughs> in your chair do whatever you do put on a podcast and yeah then... and the bosses did give me a little bit of a fight but um not eh. did they I, I mean in in, in areas yeah. like in aspects you know but yeah. uh it was more the chase part of it so. I guess we'll just kind of go right back into it. The artisan world, like we were saying, is kind of just the main... There are these hub worlds. There are f- five hub worlds, I believe. Something around there. Yeah, I think it's five, maybe six. We'll see as we go through yeah, it. Yeah, we'll go through them. But this is one of them. In a hub world, you have dragons. You have gems. Um, maybe some of them have eggs. I think some of them have eggs. Not all of them, yeah, but a, maybe. a couple of them. But... Uh, the main thing that you have in these are portals to other smaller worlds. So these hub worlds will leave, lead to smaller, ver- not smaller, but they'll just lead to another, other levels. So in this artisan world, like I said, you're collecting dragons, you're collecting gems. And in this first area, there are four dragons. And I'll just kind of go ahead and list off their names. There's Nestor, Delbin, Thomas, and Argus. And these are the first guys you kind of just... All the dragons are giving you tips. Some of them just tell you, like, hey, thanks for saving me. Yeah, that's literally all I'll say. It's but funny. Th- these guys are the ones who say, hey, use A to jump, Spyro. Yeah, hey, or... Uh, try go, your fire breath. Go this way. Collect these things. Um, I believe the first thing Nestor tells you, which is the first dragon you encounter, yeah. is to collect ten dragons and go ride the blimp. Oh, is that what he so tells So he you? gives you your first mission. So he, he's your quest giver? Yeah, he's your first mission giver. And we can talk about these. These guys look so fucking cool, dude. They add so much good detail to them. I mean, the original dragons in Spyro, I went back and saw a video of them. I w- they had more detail than I thought they were going to have, but this is, like, yeah. something it's, else. It's more like they have shirts and pants and maybe a scarf in the old version. This one's, like, they got tools in their hands, they're eating food... They're wearing capes and all sorts of jewels and that kind of a thing, and it's really cool. Yeah, like Nestor, he's a green dragon with a hammer. He kind of looks like he works on stuff a little bit. And then Delbin, he's a red dragon with two horns and a blue vest. It's yeah the amount of detail on all these guys. And the other guy you find here, Argus, he's a big purple dragon who's eating a watermelon just, yeah, a big old chomp taken out yeah, of it. Yeah, just funny. taking bites out of a watermelon. He has a couple earrings and a big-ass bracelet. They're just cool-looking creatures. 
Yeah. I they're enter- they're entertaining to look at. Yeah. I and think... I think that's kind of the reward. Yeah. That's the, your reward for getting a dragon. Finding is, them all. Yeah, is getting to look at these designs. Yeah, and hear their funny quotes that they'll have or yeah, whatever. Yeah, because the voice acting in this game is great. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um... I think my favorite dragons out of all of them so far that I saw were the magical ones. Like, they had their special little Yeah, when we get to the Dreamweavers. Yeah, those were pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, in the Artisan's world, there are 100 gems that you can get, and there's four dragons, like I said, if you want to get 100% in this area. So, in Spyro, actually, if you get 100% of everything, I think it actually ends up being 120%. So, yeah. But the first area we're going to be going to right right after the Artisans is Stone Hills, which it, it's another copycat area of the Artisans. It's got two big grassy areas with a tunnel that goes through it. Uh, you can get on the outer edge of the world and there's a guy with an egg up there. Yeah. So in this area, speaking of egg, there are 200 gems to collect. There are four dragons to liberate. <laughs> liberate. There are four dragons to set free. Aster, Linder, Gildas, and Gavin. Uh, yeah. Um, then there, what What else is in that world? There's a, what were they called? There's a oxes, I think, something like that. Yeah. Like, and is that what they're called? There's, yeah. a, there's sheep too. Yeah, sheep and ox. And, uh, oh, there's, um, sheep herders too. Yeah, sheep herders. Yeah, those are the big, the biggest enemy in that world, I think, was yeah. the sheep herders. Yeah, they... If you just charge through everything right now, there's really nothing <laughs> that, stopping you. That's what you could basically say the whole game. Yeah. Uh, if you just sit there and charge, if you know your direction, you're, you're basically good. <laughs> Except for bigger enemies later. Yeah, I mean, but you could jump, fire, and fire. jump, then, yeah. then keep running. But, uh, um, like, because there's some worlds that I just freaking blew So, through. I wanted to talk about the sheep, though. Th- there's oh, yeah? this mechanic that when Spyro gets injured... He has to kill, like, a small animal. Yep. And this small animal will spawn a butterfly. Yep. That sparks your dragonfly friend can eat and regain health. And that's how Spyro gets another hit point. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and each world has its own little creature. Yeah, each world has a different creature. Yeah. And this one's it, sheep. It's like... It's almost like they eat them, the the butterflies. That's all. That's all my brain could assume. Yeah. Like they eat them, and you, when you kill the creature, the butterflies are still there. There, there is no reasoning behind it. This, <laughs> yeah, this animal becomes a butterfly. That I you're... mean, there's frogs eventually, but like those are the only ones yeah, I can assume that would eat a sense. butterfly. Yeah, you know, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so in Stone Hills, it's it's a real basic level. It's it's hey learn. Learn the mechanics, I, I mess think, around a little bit. I think towards the end of the level, there's a really, like, high glide that you have to make, so it's kind of teaching you how to uh, make long gaps. Yeah. And they introduce the egg in a nice... Op- so, speaking about the egg, there are these egg thieves in the game. Yep. They are these creatures who are wearing blue kind of robes. I sometimes think it'd be like a wrap. It's yeah. like they're wrapped, like a mummy almost, like in these blue, in the, some blue garment. Yeah, and they run super fast away from you. Yeah. And so Spyro's charge, I think I think maybe you even run the same speed. Uh, you run about the same speed. The only way to get up to him is... Um, Cutting corners. Yeah, you have to cut tighter corners than he does, um, or maybe kind of like take an extra path. 
Like, because sometimes there's two paths, and that yeah. other path would technically be, like, a second, yeah. like, faster, and then mm-hmm. you can maybe fire fire breath him or, or hit yeah. him with your charge. You can fire breath him? Yeah. Oh, I never did that. Yeah, I you always... just have to do it really quickly, because uh, it's, like, within that second. Yeah. I always charged him. That so, probably made it harder. <laughs> yeah, it probably did, but I, I didn't seek these, these guys out. Okay, I tried to get all of them. Um, in a later world, you need eggs to progress. Yeah. That's the only time I went and, like... Had to hunt them down. Had to hunt them down, <laughs> yeah. And there's this one in a later level that if you don't get him on the first time, you can't get him, I think. Really? Yeah. Maybe we'll maybe I'll bring it up later, but... Yeah, bring it up later, because I don't know if there was it, one that you couldn't get. I, I might forget, but it sucks, because it's right after the spawn of the level. You go into the level, and he runs around a corner and then jumps on a higher platform that you can't get to. You have to spawn into the level and then just get him on the first try. Nope, there's there's a way to get up to that level. I don't know which is level there? it is exactly, but I'm sure I can tell you when we get there. Okay. Because <laughs> well, I, I don't remember that at all. We'll figure and it I out. And I got most of them. So anyways, Stone Hills, nothing really to talk about here. Now we're headed to the Dark Hollow, which is 100 gems to collect and 3 dragons to... to, to Free. Free. To free. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so dumb. Um, so, Albin, Darius, and Oswin. Oswin. So, one thing that I wanted to mention, though, is I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not about to sit here and tell every motherfucker out there in the world where every single gem in these worlds are. Oh, yeah, definitely not. It's, they're everywhere. I'm just gonna, gems, dragons, we'll talk about the world, and we'll move on. <laughs> Speaking about the world, Dark Hollow, there's a couple new things that are introduced here, but it's nothing super great. It's a night world, so it's at night. It looks cool. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. Um, the little creatures are frogs that you have to kill to are they? get um, the butterflies. butterflies. There's um, oh, we didn't mention the keys from last, but uh, I don't think there was. There might have not been one in the last world. There was. Was uh, there? Yeah, because there's a well that you go into the last world that oh, had, a, had right. a lock chest in it. So. so there's hidden keys that are hard to get to. Yep. And Sometimes they're being held by the thieves as well. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. And these keys, they unlock these chests around the map that... Yeah, they typically only contain gems. So yeah. if you want to 100% them, you have to get these keys. Yeah. I got a couple of them. I got the ones that were easy to get. Yep. I didn't 100% the game, but I got pretty close, so I got a lot of them. Yeah. So, in the Dark Hollow, they introduce uh, enemies with shields. Also, big enemies, big shielded enemies, metal shields. They introduce pretty much the works. Yeah, basically. So, people who have metal on them, any metal at all, and you and you can notice the metal because it's real shiny. and Yeah, it's bright silver. You can't use fire on them. Yeah, it just heats up the metal, which you'd think would be enough to kind of um, singe... The, yeah, it would the hurt, creature, right? you know, yeah. you think they'd at least run, but no, but it no. doesn't bug them. Yeah, so you gotta charge them. Yeah, so people who have metal, you have to charge. Big enemies, I think you, you can... have to flame because they're too big. Oh. You can't charge them. Oh, that's right, you can't charge. Yeah, so you have to fire breath big enemies. Yeah, and sometimes some big enemies are shielded, but I think that comes later. Yeah, but there's workarounds usually. Yeah, usually they have like spots that aren't shielded, like yeah. their ass or something. Yeah, that's really it for the Dark Hollow. It's kind yeah, of like... I, there wasn't much. Um, there's a few like spots to go down under and grab some gems and yeah. grab that key. That's about it, though. Yeah, pretty straightforward level. These artisan levels. These are kind of like your 
hey, get out there and glide, and hey, get out there and hit enemies, and yeah, learn how to jump. Yeah. If you like platforming games, play this game. Goddamn. I'm sure you have played it. I Yeah, it's a very well-known game. Yeah, a lot of people have played it. I'm kind of a weirdo who hasn't. Yeah, you're one of the few. It's a fucking great game. So anyways, after the Dark Hollow, you're headed to the town square. Um, in the town square, there are, again, 200 gems, four dragons, Nils, Delvin, Thor, and Alvar. And then there is also an egg to collect here. And this is a personal failing of my own. I need to find a way to talk about platforming levels in a more interesting way. But really, in this world, there's a couple new enemies. You're jumping over some water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just chickens running around in this one. Yeah, chickens. Um, Those are fun to kill. Spyro can't swim, but if he like lands in a goopy liquid or water, he can jump out of it. Yeah, he loses one hit point. Yeah, sometimes he can jump out of it, but if it's certain death, he'll just drown. Yeah, I think it's in the ocean. If he lands in the like yeah. the outer ocean, he'll drown, drown. Unless it's a flying level, but we'll get to that. Yeah. In this level, I already said you. There's a couple dragons that you meet. Um, Delvin, I wanted. I actually wanted to bring up Delvin because he's a goofy looking motherfucker. His name's Devlin. Delvin. Well, you know, I did this in the game too because I know a Delvin. Yeah. So I, when I read Devlin, it's always Delvin. Really? Yeah, it's it's Delvin in my head. (laughs) Alright. So this Delvin. (laughs) So Devlin. Devlin. Yeah. Yeah, Devlin. He's uh he looks like a baker dragon. Yeah, I think this whole world's about baking and stuff, like kinda like the city life. Yeah. Which is just fat people. (laughs) There's like artisan skills. I don't know what they are. Oh, okay, I get you. So, the, so one's cooking, one's art, like, yeah. or probably, like, yeah. painting or something like something that. Something like so. that. Cause, oh, and then the other one was books, so the well, reading or the, something. Well, the next dragon we find, it's, that's actually a good point. Nils, he's actually a sculptor. Oh, okay. So, these are kind of like the artsy-fartsy dragons. All right, yeah, I get you. Um, Thor... Yeah, it looks like he um, works with clay. Yeah, he's a... Pottery man. A potter. Is that what they're called? (laughs) I think so, actually, yeah. And then then this last guy, Alvar, is a cook. Yeah, a real fancy kind of cook, like... Yeah, that's... that's If we go back and look through the dragons, that's kind of the gimmick of all these levels. These are just kind of the smart dragons. Artisans. Yep, exactly. Makes sense, makes sense. Anyway, so in, in this town square level, did we mention there are bulls and matadors? We have not yet. So there are bulls and matadors. Whoa, really? Yeah, Holy crazy. Crap. Bulls, you can't charge bulls, right? You have to fire breath them? I believe so. Well, I think you have to f- you have to do something and then they get stuck in the ground and then you have to charge or fire breath them. So oh. you ha- I think you just have to do some sort of damage yeah. twice. So for some reason, I played through this level with my wife and... At this point, I just sped run this level. I was like, oh, I know this level, and I just sped run it. <laughs> got all the dragons and dipped. And just got that guy there? Yeah, and I just, like, I was weaving in and out of... Yeah, just all so the areas. So, I, I, my point to that is saying that I never saw what happened to the bull. Oh, okay, because you just... I was just, just running past him. missed him, yeah. I was like, bitch-ass bulls. Yeah, the bulls get stuck in the ground. Yeah, and I got lucky with the egg thief, too. Really? Oh. Yeah. Butthole. Mine was not hard, or not easy. I had to go through, like, three or four times. Really? Yeah, but it was... So what... Okay, I'll go ahead and say what happens to me, because I I want to know what would happen if this didn't happen to me. Okay. 
So I was in this level, you get towards the end of it, and there's an upper tier. Yeah. And you jump on the upper tier, and there's this egg thief that you have to chase. Yep. When you're chasing him, you, are there jumps you have to make? No. I think you just chase him, and then he jumps down to a lower level at towards the very end. Yeah, and then he laughs at you because you're up high. Yeah. I just ran off and touched him. Like you just jumped off and grabbed him? Yeah. I just jumped off and touched him, and it was fine. Huh. Well, typically... So what happens after that? If you jump down there, he gives a big-ass laugh while he jumps right back up from where you jumped off from and oh. all the way back to the beginning of that of that spot where oh. you started. That sucks. So you just do that over So again. I just got lucky and hit him the first time. Yeah, and um, typically you can hit him with your fire as he's jumping off the edge. Yeah. And like you did, like when he, when he goes to jump back up, like what I finally did yeah. to get him was while I was falling down to hit the ground, he was about to jump back up, and I had hit my fire right at the right time where he jumped into it. Oh, nice! So it ended up burning him. So but, I, yeah. I was, I was actually a little bit behind him, and I heard him laughing, so I stopped and I looked around. Oh, really? And I saw him down there, so I just sprinted and fell right into him. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it seems like you can kind of do that anyway, just yeah. if you look at it right. But anyways, that's the town square. Yeah, there's not much more than that other than the dragons. So get get some jams, get some dragons, and that's the last like world. That's the last level of this world. Running level. Yeah, other it's than the like boss normal level. normal level. Yep. So there's also there's this waterfall back in the artisan like world. Hub. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. So there's a flying level in this world. Oh yeah. Okay. So you go and jump on these stones in front of. Um, this waterfall area, okay, and another portal will appear, and it leads you to this world called Sunny Flight, which the f- it's just a flying world. Should we talk about? I guess this is a perfect time to talk about flying. Levels. Might as well. I didn't do this one, but go for it. I mean, I forgot about this. They're one. all the same. So in yeah. the in the flying world, you're gonna have to help me here because I don't remember exactly. There are rings. There are planes. There are chests and trains. There, no, uh, they're um. What would you call them? Like, just la- lights? Lanterns? Like, uh... Like a lighthouse, almost? Yeah. Like, you light the lighthouses? Oh, okay. Or something like that? Yeah. Um, they might have changed them are to they some all, of the other ones. Are they all... Yeah, they, they might be all different than they, stuff you're doing. They could be, but it's something you're lighting on fire. Yeah. It's some sort of, like, a uh, torch. Yeah. But and there's than, also rings. Yeah, you called those out. Yeah. It was just four of them. Oh, okay. It was just the four you called. Oh. The three you called in the torch. Oh, okay, cool. So, yeah, the trains, they have bombs in the back of them that you have to blow up with your fire. Were there trains? In one of the worlds, there are. Oh, okay. That, uh, see, usually I, there are planes. I think there's planes and trains. Okay. I think that torches and trains are the same thing. Maybe. I think so. So, you light something on fire in one of these worlds, You and then there's these planes that are flying around that you have to destroy with your fire breath. There's rings that you have to fly through. Then there's chests that yeah, you, have, you to, have to hit with the yeah. fire. And the point of these levels is to do all of these things in one run because there's a timer. Yeah, I don't know how much it starts you out with, but every time you get one of these items, it gives you two seconds. Yeah, I think one of them was 12 and one of them was like 24. Oh, okay, so they changed the difficulty. Different. Yeah, every time you go through a ring, every time you kill a plane, every time you light something on fire, you get time back. Yep. 
And that's the whole point of these. If you 100% these, I think you get 300 gems at the Is end it? of them. I think it's different. They might I remember be different. getting like 160 and yeah. stuff like that. So that's, that's Sunny Flight. It's just a beautiful flying area. Yeah, what was in that one? Just like Melbourne Island? Yeah, it's kind of just an artist. It, so it's it's a green island, beachy island with spires that are coming up. And there's a train track that runs around it. Kind of like Minecraft on extreme mode where you have like these big spires that are coming up out of the... Yeah, I get you. I get you. Yeah. And then there's a beach area where the little like like pillars that you have to fly in between. Oh, just arches? Arches, yeah. Yeah. So sometimes you have to do that. Yeah. It's at least... It's some sort of like goal or some sort of like... Yeah. Yeah. You have to fly fly through through this. Yeah. Because I think, I think you're right. I think there's one time where there's two pillars yeah. like, on either side. And you in the training one, inside. there's two pillars. Is there? Okay. Yeah. And the training one's not even on this level. This is a secret flight level. Yeah, yeah. actually one of the dragons later on mentions to look yeah. into the waterfall. Yeah, so anyways, after you do Sunny Flight, we are headed on to the Aries boss. Is it, Yeah, yeah, after the flying level, it's called Toasty. Yeah, Toasty. Toasty, I, Toasty and me had a funny relationship. Me and oh, yeah? Toasty. Yeah, I didn't even know about Toasty <laughs> until, like, right at the end of the game. Really? Yeah, like, so, in a later area, you have to have a certain amount of dragons. You have to have 50 dragons to progress, and I have okay. 48. So, you're telling me you didn't hit Toasty until you're, like, way later in the game? So, I had 48 dragons. I needed two more easy dragons, so I went back to the artisan's level, <laughs> and I was like, oh, there's a couple dragons I'm missing. This is the first world. Super easy. So, yeah, Toasty, I didn't even fight Toasty until halfway through the game. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. So, Toasty is the boss of the first area. Yeah, yes, sir. Tell me about Toasty. Yeah. Like, Toasty himself? Yeah. Toasty is a scarecrow-looking man. Yep. Um, With a scythe, I believe. Yeah. That's what you think he is. That's what he looks like. You yeah. told me. And you want me to tell, you, tell yeah. him the gimmick? That's No, not yet. <laughs> that's what he looks like. So, what, what's the Toasty fight? There's these dogs... Yeah, you got um, dogs and dog handlers. Or no, you got dogs and um, sheep herder, or the shepherds. Yeah, um, and we should talk about these dogs. These dogs are a pain in the ass. They suck so much dick. What do they do? They like jump so in the air and they slam on you. They smash you and you can you have to burn them. And then you got to singe them and then you can kill them. Yeah. Or you got to at least so hit them twice. you have to hit them twice. And I don't know what it is with these dogs, but there's something about them that gets me every time. So you didn't know about the roll, which would have helped you tons in this area. I bet, yeah. But um, the roll, the dodge, which is the triggers. Um, if you roll out of the way, the second he leaps up and goes to smash, is it, and then you just hit fire and just yeah. fire the area where you know he's gonna be. Like, yeah, like Dodie said, I, I told him that I did not know how to dodge in this game because <laughs> I he told me about it and I'm like, oh, that's a thing. <laughs> so we should mention it. If you hit, you said if you hit the bumpers, you can either like strafe to the right or left. Yep. That's cool. Well, it's like a roll, but yeah. Yeah. The Toasty fight, you hit him once, he turns on fire and runs away, and there's a bunch of dogs. Yep. You fight the dogs and the sheep herder. Yeah, you have to do it at the same time while dodging him. Yeah. Um, and then he runs to another area, which is the same thing, I think another sheep or two. Maybe a, it, few, a few extra enemies. It, added it's on all top. the same, but they just keep growing in numbers. Yeah, and then um, you have to do it three times, um, and then the third time, after you've singed him, his uh his clothes fall off burn, burn up and he turns into 
Three sheep on a on stilts. Stilt. Yeah, three <laughs> sheep on stilts. So, Toasty is actually not a scarecrow. Yeah, he's just trying. It's sheep trying not to get overtaken by the yeah. sheep herders. <laughs> so you singe him. Yep, they go flying or they're, they're they die or whatever. They become butterflies. And yeah, you eat them. Sparks eats them. Yep. Uh, it was cool because I got the achievement for this one with uh, don't get hit by him oh, at nice. all. Just yeah. you go th- kill him without getting hit. I got that twice. I think I did that too, like two or three times. I did it without knowing it because like some of these, so Spyro works so well just to like try and speed run through the levels. Oh yeah, definitely. And I would be playing a level and I'm like, I'm just going to speed run it. And I ended up speedrunning one of the bosses without realizing it was a boss until the end of the world. And what's nice is that the bosses, they're not really hard bosses. No. you got to hit them once and then they move yeah. on to their next area. So if you hit them three yeah. times in a row, you're done. Yeah. Like, you know, so. Yeah, that, they're very, very forgiving. Yeah, so um, that's great. really all that's in this world. There's a few, I think there's two dragons maybe? maybe um, in one. the Toasty just, fight? Just one. Yeah, there's just one. Um, his name is Nevin. Nevin? All right. He's a painter. Yeah, and I think he just gives you a hint on what Toasty, like, what to do to Toasty. Burn then... Toasty, hey, burn him, burn <laughs> him, burn him. Yeah, which is pretty, pretty I don't apparent. know. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking like that. That's a different world. Is it? Well, once we get to the swamp world, <laughs> those dragons, you know. Uh, that was so, not my favorite. But... End of the Artisan's world. We are headed into the Peacekeepers. Yes. So what do the peacekeepers do, Doty? Well, I wanted to mention how you get to the peacekeepers. Well, I just want you to tell me what they do. What is their So you you had you guessed the artisans. What do the peacekeepers oh, do? Well, I'd imagine they're all about war. <laughs> yeah, peace. They, they, they keep the peace. Yeah, they're pretty gruff men. So I remember that. They're kind of like the police people. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty gruff dragons. Warriors. They're cool looking. I remember that. I really enjoyed most yeah. of the designs on no, these guys. These guys are badass. Yeah. Like, Anyways, what were you going to say? Oh, I wanted to mention how we get there. Um, like, uh, what was his name? Devlin? No. Something like that. Neville? I can't remember. The first dragon you talk to is yeah. given your mission. Collect ten dragons and go talk to the balloonist. Yeah. Um, so the balloonist, uh, I think each one has a different name. I don't quite remember the name of this guy, but they're pretty... Are they not like, all the same people? No. Some of it, like, one was like Steve, another one was like freaking something Spanish. Like, oh. it was weird. It was, yeah. they were all, oh, um, it was Amos, and then like, it was weird. Really? It was funny. I, cool. I was enjoying the names. Nice. Uh, um, so... These guys have hot air balloons. Yeah, and um, their charge is something different each time, but this one is, t- you have to have collected ten dragons, because he needs to feel safer, I think, before he allows you to leave. Yep. Like, so, you hop on his head, hop in the balloon. Yeah, kind of messed up. You do, like, yeah, it's like, thanks for the balloon, dick. Yeah. <laughs> I love Spyro's attitude. Yeah, he's like... Kind of hot-headed. He's hot-headed, confident, and just kind of... Yeah. But he's nice at the same time. Yeah. He's, he's kind of goofy. Not quite a dick, but kind of. He's like a goofball with a temper. Yeah. So, um, now we're flying to the Peacekeeper's world. Yep. And in the Peacekeeper's world, there are 200 gems, three dragons, and then one egg to be taken from an egg thief. Yep. Uh, the three dragons are Titan, Magnus, and Gunner. Which are pretty cool names. You know what? This is kind of like tying back to a conversation we had before we were having, like, actually recording the podcast. But look, it's Magnus. Yep, that we'll we'll have to talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Remember the name Magnus, everyone. 
Yeah, like Dodie was saying, these guys are just the the war people. You can even tell by their names. You have Titan, who's a guy with a giant axe. You have Magnus, who looks like a sumo wrestler. Yeah, yeah, he does. And then Gunner, he's just like a badass yellow dragon with a mohawk. And a chain for a necklace. Yeah, That's he's how a... you know you're a badass. <laughs> yeah, super badass. <laughs> the egg thief in this world really didn't give me that much trouble. I don't think he's meant to. I think it's a pretty easy yeah. one. Man, I meant to mention it in the last world. Kept forgetting. I'm going to mention it here. That these kind of enemies that you're fighting are actually treasure. Yep. I think they're called minions. I don't know. The, yeah, like, they're the like... Nork minions. I think they're Nork foot soldiers. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what they call them. Yeah, all the Nork, like, green little goblin dudes. So anyways, when you kill one of them, you, money falls out of them. Yep. So, it, oh God, I didn't even think about that. In this game... To get 100%, you have to kill every enemy. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it sucked. Wow. And you gotta make sure you pick up the gem after you kill him, too. Because if you don't, the enemy comes back with the gem in them, and you have to re-kill him. So you don't know which enemy you've killed, so you have to re-kill all is the that, enemies. Is that why some gems don't float to you? That's exactly why. Spark oh. picks them up, though, if you're close enough. Really? If you didn't notice that. Yeah, I, he no, flies around them and kind of, like, levitates them to, him, oh. to you a little bit. Like, in your... Yeah. So, like, when you do your charge rush and you run through enemies, if you're paying attention, he'll notice Spark, like, going back, like, a bunch. Yeah. And that's him grabbing the gems and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Peacekeeper's World, there's... It's a desert. There's actually poison goop. It's a desert with poison goo. Yeah. You're, like, in... What would you call it? Like, a horseshoe canyon or yeah, something? A box yeah. canyon? Yeah, it's like a box canyon. Yeah, with a big old goop. And there's all, there's also cannons in this area that you can shoot at enemies. Yep, and uh, I believe... I can't remember the little creatures that are running around. I think they're chickens, but I can't... No, they're rabbits. I remember. They're rabbits. Oh, yep. It's silly, but it's they're rabbits in a desert. Yeah, and they're quick. Yeah, they are pretty quick. The first level that it kind of directs you to in this world... You, you can kind of go to these worlds whatever order you want, but the first one, like, right out of the gate is Dry Canyon. And Dry Canyon has 400 gems to collect, four dragons to be released, Conan, Boris, Maximos, and Ivor, and then one dragon egg to find. And in this world, I know they introduced the vultures that fly at you. Yeah, and I just think they have a big and a small enemy again. Just yeah. like well, another, another one Nork enemy. Nork en- yeah. Nork Foot soldier or whatever. Vultures weren't too hard to deal with. You I just charged right at them. Did you? I, yeah. I would jump and fire at them. Oh, really? Yeah, and I think there's actually an achievement you get for um, blazing one out of the air. Oh, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe I, maybe I should have done that. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I, man, I just, I, I'll keep reiterating it. Spyro's one of those games I'm just going to, like, jump just back on and play. Through. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's like I'm going to hop back on and play it for a half an hour a day. Yeah. You just, know what I mean? Yeah, charge through the stuff. It's such then, a great, like, nothing game. Yep. Yep. Which speaks wonders about this level because I, I I know there's, towards the end, there's a bunch of fireworks chests that, like, are kind of out on this little island that you have to fly to. Yeah. Uh, Along I didn't, with the lockbox. Yeah, I didn't do that because I didn't know if there was a way back. Yeah, you could just, you just glide back. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. The, oh, actually, one thing I did want to speak about in this world is there is a dragon in it, Boris, I mentioned. He is a beast. Look at this man. He's got a, like... So, imagine a prisoner collar. 
but it's got a cowbell on it. He's got two horns. One of them is broken, and he's holding a rope. And he's just a mammoth of a dragon. You know, one thing, speaking about dragons, this game's about them. Can you think of another game that you play as a dragon in? As a dragon? There, I can't. Video games and literature, I guess, you always hear about dragons, but you never are a dragon. No, you're always befriending a dragon or running from dragons or, or something to even do sometimes talking to dragons with dragons but not yeah. about dragons themselves yeah so I, I i was thinking about that as i was playing spyro i'm like this is cool like you're actually playing as a dragon it is pretty cool yeah that's really dry canyon yeah there's not much to it i don't even think there's an egg here right or there was an egg huh? there was an egg yeah this this was another pretty easy one I don't remember the egg on you, this You one. just chase them in a circle. Do you? Yeah. yeah it must have been really there, There's no gimmick to simple, it. Yeah, yeah there's no gimmick to it. After this, we're headed back out to the Peacekeepers, and we're headed to the next world, Clifftown. Yeah, but before we go there, I want to mention something from Peacekeepers real quick. Uh, so, it, back to the hub world. Yeah, the main world, this main world. Um, There was uh, tents in that main world yeah. that um, the foot soldiers would kind of congregate around, Yeah, and if you scared them... Like, if you attacked him, you, or usually if you got near him, all the foot soldiers would usually run away from you. For some reason, I don't know why, they're, they're not really? very... Yeah, even in the other world, they would... They, I, I don't they weren't I really, it. I'm going to attack you, they were more like, oh shit, there's Spyro, let's run. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was, um, it was more like, oh god, we need to get out of here. I never noticed it. Yeah. I was, so, me <laughs> as a Spyro player, I'm just charging. Charging them. 100% and, yeah. of the time. So you think they're, like, doing something and then yeah. they're dead. Yeah, But, uh... So, um, these guys will run into those tents, and then you can burn the tents, and then it'll show them, and sometimes, because they're basically, like, shit tents, like, they're oh, where no you take a, take a shit, Dang. their asses will be out, and then they'll just moon you. Oh, really? Yeah, they'll just turn around and just show your show their asses at you, and they'll make sure they're directing it <laughs> How right did at I you. miss that? Yeah, it's funny. And that then you can funny. burn them, and then they're like, ah, and they die. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty funny, a little, like... Add, add into it and they yeah. even had that in the original game too it was really nice it was no funny shit. that's how i remembered it so uh, like as a kid just like what the hell they're yeah, showing they're like, showing his butt hilarious. this is a kid's game they showed this his butt shit's funny <laughs> anyways now we're headed to clifftown yeah um in clifftown there are again 400 gems to collect three dragons to save halvar enzo and marco and then an egg to find this world that <sighs> You're kind of just making your way up to the very top of this, like, little... It, it's a town built into the side of a cliff. Yeah, like, they have, like, some, some like, cliff steps type, type of a Yeah, thing it's, like, kind of, like, some adobe-looking stuff. Yeah. In this world, there are a couple of new enemies. Um, one of them is this big mama. She's cooking. Yeah, I think she just has a big spoon. And she's yeah. usually in front of a pot. Yeah, and you got a flame breather. Yep, um, and then there's a little, like, Desperado-type looking dude that yeah. has, a, for somehow, somehow this works, a metal cape. <laughs> right, it wouldn't just burn you. <clears throat> yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. How do you make a metal metal into a cape, is what I'm saying. Oh, they're, yeah. They're that, whipping it around like cloth. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> like, I didn't really think about that. It's, the, it's just silly. The physics of metal. Yeah, and just, like, little, little bandit-looking guys. Yeah, he's got a little, like, Desperado hat, and, like, I think he has a gun, um, but I'm not too sure. 
And then uh, the pots that the mama is cooking on, if you um, light them up, uh, gems will pop out of them. Yeah. Just a little side note, if you guys didn't. Oh, and that's a good thing to talk about. Like, there's also these chests that you have to flame breath, and a gem will pop out the top of them. Oh, yeah, those were... I, I didn't those understand suck. those at, at first, yeah. but then I was like, oh, yeah, okay. You, like, just have to gra- you just have to grab the gem. You have yeah. to, like, hit it and then jump to get it. Yeah, I never understood the purpose. It's like, it's the, it's the same as it laying on the ground with one extra step. It's a challenge gem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When it's not that challenging. The the dragons in this world are kind of goofy looking. Uh, Marcos, he's a really skinny dragon with a metal wing satch, actually. And he's got a giant, like, axe halibird thing. Does that mean he's not a dragon, but a lizard? You know, maybe he was a dragon, but he got his wings, whipped up, wings ripped off. Back in the wars. Yeah. The that, dragon wars. That'd be pretty metal. Yeah, <laughs> pretty metal. Oh, and then... Uh, Halvor, he's just like... Is that, a, is that a goat's head for a... Yeah, he has a goat's <laughs> head for a mace. <laughs> he's your typical barbarian. He's your typical dragonborn barbarian in D&D. He looks just dope. muscle-clad with a big-ass weapon. So anyways, that's pretty much it for Clifftown. You run up to the top of these cliffs, you save these three dragons, and then you're headed out. No, there's one little extra note. Um, is there? They had um, fireworks on this one. Yeah. That uh, if you light them up, it flies up and breaks the um, metal boxes that are chained instead of locked. Oh yeah. They're um. So that I never made that connection. Really? I yeah. Ne- I I knew what the fireworks were. Yeah. I knew there were chests that I couldn't open. Yeah. I never made that connection. There's um, other ways to open those chests other than the fireworks. Yeah, like but, the like, barrels in the later levels. Yeah, or um, when you do the supercharge later in the yeah. levels, you can burst through That those. is so interesting. Um, so you have to hit these with some kind of exceed, like, massive force. Yeah, more more force than your usual. Yeah. So, uh, That's yeah, cool. and the fireworks are more of like an explosion, which will break those open. Yeah, so um, it's classic, like, Chinese fireworks. Yeah, or just a yeah Chinese fire. Yeah, that's the best way. Just like you light it and you rocket. go. Sh- bo- oh yeah, that's better. Bottle yeah. rocket. And anyways, the next level we're headed to is the ice cavern. This one has a bunch of fucking dragons in it. You know what? It's got the most of any level we've seen yet. It's got five. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, four hundred gems to collect. Five dragons. Uh, Ulrich, which I wanted to say Ulfric the whole time because Skyrim, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then there's Todor. Kind of like Mordor. Yeah, I guess. I, I, I don't Is know. It, I think there's a famous Todor out there, too. Is there? Yeah. Nah, I'm just grasping. Todor! <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> there's Andor, Ragnar, and oh, Asher. I think I remember liking Ragnar a lot, but I can't remember. Well, we will get there. Yeah, yeah, we will. Ice Cavern is exactly what it says it is. It's just a cave of ice. Yeah. And it's like it is in real world. It's slippery sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And like you were saying a little bit earlier, isn't it kind of weird to have an ice cavern in the middle of a desert? Yeah, it is. Like what? And I'm pretty sure it's the only ice map. If not close to the only. Yeah, it's one of two maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the one, I mean, one of them is in a freaking desert. Like, that's just weird. I mean, they might, there might've been some sort of yeah. comedy there, but. So what kind of enemies were in this world? 
I think it's just big minions or the yeah. big foot soldiers. So some worlds have like special enemies, but if not, they're just norks. Yeah, it's just like like we're saying the gems turned into norks, and yeah. I think it's just norks again. Um, yeah, there's really nothing notable that I remember. I don't remember. This I, is this is a key that I got. Oh really? Yeah, I do remember. Um, one of the, some of the big guys had metal boots. Which I think made them slide. That's what, so you had to rush them, right? And because they're all they're in entire metal armor, and you couldn't blaze them. Yeah. So you had to hit them off the edge. I That's right. That. Yeah. Enemies that you couldn't kill, so you had to knock them off. Yeah. Um. And then I think there was bats at some point. What was the eatable? I wonder. Bats. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was bats. It yeah. Bats. I don't think those yeah. were enemy. I think those were the eatables. Other than that, oh, there was a. You know what we haven't mentioned? What's that? Lives. Uh, oh, extra God. lives. This, <laughs> this system, man, it killed me. I was dying yeah. constantly. I, up until about after the Peacekeeper world, I was dying a lot. But up until this point, I had about 10 lives. And yeah, then, I, I was probably fine until here. Um, yeah. There's a ledge, because so in this map, you're, I think you're working clockwise in a big circular area around the edge of the map, mainly. I don't think, I think the yeah. center is a giant cir- hole. And um, if you were to go counterclockwise, I believe, and, and go the opposite way, and you can just jump and glide to the fucking end of this map right yeah. off the back, which is funny. I yeah. think you don't realize that unless you've gone through the map completely. Yeah. But um, if you do that and you glide just straight right, you'll get on this little platform that has three of those these lives. And they're inside these weird-looking dragon cases. Yeah. And it's like there's, like, little dragons in them. I don't, I'm not too sure what's inside there. I don't know what they are either. But you have to just smash. It's like they're yeah. inside the like, shell. This it's doubles. like a clam. Yeah, it's like a clam person. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> and uh, when you kill them, it gives you a little little dragon-like charm, which is indicating an extra life when yep. you die. Um, and there's three sitting on this ledge, which is like the most you get in any of the and levels. While we're at speaking once. to the point of extra lives, enemy every enemy you kill adds to this counter that goes around your little spiral icon. Every enemy after you've collected their gem, you get a silver. It's like a silver. Okay. It's so, like a pearl. So every enemy gem you collect, you get a pearl. And after, yeah, and once you get like twenty of them, something like that. I think I think so. It create it creates a ring around your pick yeah, icon. Yeah, you'll, you'll get another life that way as well. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. So the ice cave. There's really nothing that too cool about it. There's a couple cool looking dragons like Todor. He's this weird little dragon with a. He was the first one I saw that had a bow, which is what made him stick out to me. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Andor, he's another just beastly male, so is Ragnar, blue and red, respectively. And the last guy, he's Asher, he's the old kind of warrior dragon, he's like the sage dragon. Yeah, yeah, he looks like he's like, I haven't died in battle, so I'll teach all the youngins. How to fight. Yeah. Yep, and so anyways, after the Ice Cavern, we, I was gonna say we're headed to Dr. Shemp, but let's go ahead and do the... Flying level for this world? Yeah, this was the first flying level I did. Is it? Yeah, okay, I so forgot about the one under the um, waterfall from when so I was a kid. So, Night Flight is what it's called. To get to Night Flight, you'll have to shoot one of these guns in the Peacekeeper's world to a couple of rocks that block access to this. Yeah, level. and that's something to mention. In the Peacekeeper world, you can move the cannons, cannons. around. Yeah. And um, like I was saying earlier, there's the unbreakable chests. Yeah. There's, I think, two or three that you have to use the same cannon that you're breaking this yeah. this, this way open with. You keep turning it and you it 
it's weird. The cannons will go right at them. You just have to direct it at them. It's yeah. Like these one, cannons have lock on. One's like one foot away from you, and it's like the arch, the trajectory is gonna go way off, but it goes whoop dink. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, silly, it's but ridiculous. it works. So trust. I was gonna say something about these cannons. If there's a cannon, chances are there's a chest that it blows up. Typically, or some or some way to open up. Like eighty percent of the time. Yeah, or it's just gonna kill a big enemy easily. Yeah. So so night flight. Um, Night Flight is, I, I don't know, you were mentioning it, I think it's... It's, um, I think, I, I can't remember because I don't, I haven't played the first one from a long time ago, but it might just be the same island, but, but at, in, night. at night. Okay. Um, but this one, you're going around the very edge of the island, I believe, for yeah. the most part of it. You go through the middle one. This is the one that it teaches you, is it not? It might, I mean... Or is it that in the third world? It should teach you on this one, but I think they just throw you in on these things. Oh, I don't think okay. it teaches you anything. It's just like, here you go, have fun. I swear there's one of these flying ones that teaches you how to fly. I don't remember. I didn't I didn't get one. I don't remember oh. being taught. I just remember no, it's knowing like, how hey, and doing it. <laughs> Spyro is flying now, go! Yeah, I just remember knowing how. Yeah. So, um, and this one, you're, like I was saying earlier, uh, you do the, the only thing different other than you're collecting rings and you're doing the um, towers. The Yeah. Lighthouses. Yeah, lighthouses. Yep. Yep. And that's just another flying world. Do it as quickly as you can. And what do you get in this one? You, I think you get 300 gems. Probably. Yeah. I can't quite remember. Um, I stopped looking at that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I was collecting them all, but I didn't care how much I was getting. I was just like, give me them. <laughs> yeah, I think if one of these blimps ever requires gems, it was never an issue. I never had an issue with the blimp. I would go through every world before I left, and yeah. when I'd go up to him, he's like, ready to go? I'm like, yep. So <laughs> Yeah, no, I so, did. The only one I ran into an issue with was the dragon eggs. Half the time, I'd have to run up to him and make sure, so I could get the, like, because I know he gives you a different... uh like, just, uh, he'll say something different if you don't have them all yet, and yeah. sometimes it's funny, so I wanted to listen to a yeah. few of them, so I'd have to run up there, oh, but half the time he's like, you can just go on, I'm like, I don't want to. He's yet. like, no, never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, after all of this, we are headed to Dr. Shemp. Heck yeah. Um, in Dr. Shemp's level, there are 300 gems to collect, and one dragon, uh, Trondo... Trondo, Trondo, Trondo kind of stuck out to me. He's kind of a pirate-looking dragon. Kind of, or like a... I mean, it looks like he's got dreads, to me, kind of a thing. I, pirates can have dreads. Well, I'm not saying they can't. I'm just saying he's got dreads. I don't know if that necessarily makes him a pirate, but... <laughs> yeah. Dr. Shemp's world. I'll go ahead and talk about the world a little bit first. It fucking sucked. <laughs> um, just because... Earlier, in one of the earlier levels, we talked about the cooking people, the yeah. cooking moms. Yeah. They're, they're back in this world, and they have, like, little minions that they roll at you, or they th charge at you, or they... Oh, yeah, they would just chuck at you or something? Yeah, they, yeah. Would, they would make these people go and just, like, attack you. Yeah. Oh, and, and I think those are the little desperado dudes. I think they would just kind of say, hey, go get them. Yeah. Like, and they would, like try and get you and they would chase you yeah and until they, they ran their, off the edge and they have their metal capes so you yeah. have to charge them instead of uh, yeah. fire blast them mm -hmm. or so, run away from them or just run away yeah. I mean I, I was most of this game I was gem collecting so yeah. I had to kill every enemy yeah um like you were saying earlier um so that sucked and when you'd see an enemy up on a ledge you're like well how the fuck do I get up there 
Which was one of these. This was one of those maps too. That um, at the very beginning of the level, yeah. If you turn around, I think, yeah. And then there's like a little ledge that you follow this ledge all around and yeah. shit. Like it's fucking dumb. But uh, <laughs> they, they do that. This there's a lot of Milton maps like that. I, 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 love cool. that. I, love I love that. I love that. But because yeah. I was, it makes you feel like a badass when you find them. Yeah. On your own. Yeah. If you go and get a walkthrough. I mean, it's okay. It's I mean, that's per- I yeah. do it all the time. I mean, but it's definitely it's not awesome. as fulfilling. It's so much more fulfilling when you just like, oh hell yeah, so I found it. This level is really just a lead up to the boss. Yeah, it's nothing like it's just it's nothing special. It's yeah. you're you're climbing up like the outside of this temple thing, something like that. Yeah, and when you get you, inside, it's just yeah. When you get inside, you're actually faced with three separate pyramids looking yeah, things that go up higher levels and you have to kind of go in these sumo matches with dr shemp yep and he looks like like some shaman looking like minion dude yeah he's like a chubby orange guy wearing like a big metal plate over his belly yeah but the rest of him's like naked as hell and that <laughs> actually speaks to what you have to do you have to burn him in the butt yeah that's I think you can charge him, too, but I think he might be can a big you? enemy. Yeah, he runs around the outside of the circle. I, I I don't know if I ever charged him. I burned him. I burned him right in the ass. Th- so. This this is... I was telling you earlier about a boss that I sped run that I didn't realize was a boss. This is him. Yeah. I ran, and I thought he was a big enemy. I burnt him on the butt, and then he went to the next pyramid. Burnt him on the butt, went to the next pyramid. Burnt him on the butt. I perfected, perfected did Shem the first time I fought him. Well, I perfected did 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 him too. Yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, there's I, yeah, and once you burn his butt three times, does he like go flying into the acid or something? Something like that, or, turns just, into or just gems. gets charred up. Yeah, and then turns into gems. I think is what happens. But uh, after that, there's really not much left. Um, there's, there's a, a there's couple a, enemies, but there's a little area you can glide down to and get some gems. From the very top, top pyramid. Is there? Yeah. I probably got him. Yeah. I just don't remember it. It, it leads you, oh, it leads you back to the cooking. I know exactly yeah. what one you're talking about. And that's actually the end of the Peacekeeper's world. Yeah. Um, there's nothing more. We got the egg from the actual Peacekeeper's world. Um, and we are headed to the Magic Crafters. Yep. And I don't remember the name of this uh, blimp dude, but... He gets bopped on the head and you're off again. Yep, jump on his <laughs> head and you fly to the Magic Crafter's world. Yeah. What do they do, Doty? Craft magic. There we go. Whoa, whoa. And this hub world has 300 gems in it, three dragons to find, Cosmos, Santorn, and Boldar, and then two eggs to recover. And this is that motherfucking world I was telling you about with that one-time egg thief. So you spawn into the Magic Crafters world, and you go around the corner where you hop over those two puddles of water, and then you go down this hallway, and there is an egg thief on the left that goes down a hallway, turns right, goes down a hallway, turns right, goes down a hallway, and then when he goes down that third hallway, he jumps up into a passage that connects back to where it originally started. I think you just have to go back to the beginning and rechase him, but... He stayed up on that... Like, because in between the two points, there's, like, an upper ledge that he jumps up to, and he just stayed up there for him. Hmm. I'm not recalling this one, so maybe I didn't get this egg, but... Yeah. 
if I did, there I I only recall them like re like rerunning back to their beginning like chase areas where you start the chase. Yeah, those are the only ones I remember. I tried this guy several times, and every time he never did it to me. Okay, well, yeah, I don't I don't necessarily remember. So yeah, well, uh, these dragons they are magical dragons, like the names which suggest. Yeah, this is the one of these dragons are the start of where all the cool the cool horns and like the yeah the, the neat stuff that I liked about him um kind of started. Yeah, like in this area, Cosmos, he's a guy who kind of has like these purple wings and shoulder pads that look like he's wearing a purple cape, and he's got a staff. And then Xantar, he's a skinny dragon who's playing with magic cards. And then Boldar, he's kind of this creepy old dragon with horns that curve into a spiral and then he has a a big witch's cauldron that he carries around so those are kind of the dragons in this area this area i believe introduces the speed boosts the speed supercharge or whatever yeah the supercharge so you go running down these paths that have these lit up arrows and spyro will go into like this like, kind of purple raging fire mode where he just is running at super speed. Yeah, and these pads are um, are just like a like a downhill slope. Basically, if you, like, if any human ran run down a slope, you'd get this, like, you feel like you're running super fast at, yeah. because of the gravity and whatnot. That's the same thing that happens to Spyro. They're all, like, super ramps. And what's cool is that if you jump with him, you can do, like, super jumps and stuff like that. You get big boosts and stuff and that'll come into play in the later and probably some of these levels I'm pretty sure if I remember right so, yeah so um the first level that we go to is Alpine Ridge which has 500 gems in it four dragons to find Zane Eldred Xander and Kelvin and then one drip one dragon egg to find noise from what I remember this world didn't really stand out to me terribly much it kind of is just introducing these enemies that will use magic against you. There's these green guys who can manipulate terrain. Yeah, they'll like, basically they're using like levitation or like a a push or a pull type of a magic that's like um, either like moving like floating objects or um, making obstacles like come and go from your path. Yeah. That kind of a thing. And sometimes they will like, in a couple situations they pull the ground up under themselves. Oh yeah, so they're kind of like earthbenders. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, when you kill them, though, the the item that they're manip- manipulating uh, goes back to normal and stuff. Yeah. So you can just walk through there freely. So what it's pretty, do the little orange guys do? Like the little red-haired, yeah. red-haired dudes. I think they just shoot magic at you. Yeah, and then they smash you if you get close to them. Yeah, they like whack you with your stick. Yeah. But I think so does the green di- green guys too. Yeah, the red guys killed me so many times. Yeah, I charged these guys. I charged the magic guys a lot, but yeah. um, like I would run through these these maps pretty much. Except, yeah, I'd get hit by magic a lot, especially when they're all grouped up and yeah. they're just like blasting at you. Yeah, for sure. So Alpine Ridge, really nothing, nothing to write home about. The next world that we're headed to in the Magic Crafters world is High Caves, which again has 500 gems in it. it this time, three dragons to find: Cyrus, Ajax, and Cedric. And then in this world, there are two dragon eggs to find. Boom, boom. What do them dragons look like? Alpine Ridge. I'm actually I'm going back a level here. All kind because we didn't talk about it. Alpine Ridge. There's nothing really notable. 
uh, except for Eldred. He's kind of like this old dude, and you were talking about, about crazy horns. This yeah. guy has, like, electricity horns. Yeah, I really enjoyed these guys. this guy's horns, too. He's like that... He seems to me like the crazy scientist. Yeah, he looks like... Oh, uh, he reminds me of Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> Yoda holding a potion yeah. with electricity horns. <laughs> His horns look like they were used to make Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. In the high caves... There's actually this dragon who kind of stood out to me, because most of the dragons in this area are kind of a blue and a purplish color. Yeah. And Cedric, he's the last dragon that you find. Okay. He is a bright orange color, bright yellow and orange color. Yeah, he kind of looks like a smarty. Yeah, I don't know why he really stood out to me. He just It was kind of the color palette. You don't see that in this area at all. Yeah, these dragons are pretty, pretty base in the high caves, it looks like. Um, just cape, staff, something like that. Yeah. I did enjoy the high caves, though. Did you? Yeah. Um, What's going on here? So, the high caves is, like it says, high caves. Yeah. <laughs> um, <There's>, uh, <laughs> in, yeah, this world has one thing that I never figured out. You never figured it out, huh? Yeah. Um, maybe it's the jumping when you're running and boosting and then flying around? Is it, that, is that do what you have? Do you have to do that to cross those giant spires? You do no the giant spires that are going back and yeah. forth. Yeah. No, you just fly to those. Yeah, I never, never made it to them. Really? Yeah. Huh. I, I don't think I did. I might have. You probably did because I think the home world's on the other side. But uh, you can just exit to the home world. Can you? Yeah. Uh, maybe you just never played this world. No, I played this world, and oh. I, I got. I'm pretty sure. You, I got... you just said screw it. I'm out of here. Yeah. All I, right. I assume because these, I never made it across these pillars. Maybe I made it to the other side somehow. Yeah. If you just like fly to the pillars, attack the dudes. Um, the pillars go to normal, and it's easier to cross yeah. back and forth. Um, and then when you get over there, it has a giant ramp that you can use to yeah. jump across um, this giant chasm. Yeah. That which is pretty cool when you get here. There's these um, fairies that will come and pick you up if yeah. you fall in. So mm-hmm. you don't die when you fall in. They just take you back to the beginning of the ramp. Oh, okay. And you go and hit the ramp yeah. again and jump and fly around. And you keep doing this to get to the different caves because they're, they're all around and stuff. Yeah. And then, like I was doing at this time, I was really gem collecting and stuff. And I'm sure I 100%ed this world yeah. as well. As I, most of the other ones. I assume there's another way to get over there, because I had to have. I don't think there was. Nah, I bet there was. <laughs> uh, I was going to say something. I think we missed it in a previous level, but in one world, I don't know if it happens in any other world, you mentioned fairies, mm-hmm. and there's a fairy that kisses you on the nose. You know the giant spider cave? No. Like What giant spider cave? The cave with like these big metal spiders that you can't charge or fire breath. I don't recall any giant spiders, no. You know what, actually, I think it is in the bog coming up. Like in one of the next worlds coming up? Yeah, in the swamp. Because you said you didn't play the swamp that much. I didn't. I really wanted to get the hell out of the swamp. So it's a possibility that it's in the swamp coming up and you didn't play it. Good possibility. Alright, well... In high caves, yeah, that's pretty much it. You're jumping around. That was the only great thing, yeah, that you got to glide a lot more because you were getting that big boost jump and stuff. Yeah. And now we are headed to the Wizard Peak, which, again, has 500 gems. This one has three dragons, Jarvis, Hexus, and Lucas, and then two eggs to find. And if you want to talk about funky horns, Lucas in the Wizard Peak 
has some pretty cool things in it. He's kind of got like this crescent moon horns that has this orb floating in the middle of it. Yeah, I really enjoy these horns that they did with the dragons. Yeah, and he's got like a blue loincloth. This other dragon, Jarvis, he looks like a dope. He's got like this dumb purple hat, like Jester hat on with with wings, but they're feathered wings, <laughs> which is kind of weird for a dragon. Yeah, right? and he's green, but with blue wings, so it just kind of looks a little different, a little silly. Yeah, it's kind of off. So, anyway, the Wizard's Peak, I, I don't really have much to say here. There's a couple big enemies with clubs that will hit you, and you're just climbing. I assume you're climbing to the top of the peak. Yeah, uh, not really. I mean, no, no. It's more of like <clears throat> this has a bunch of those uh, dash, uh, dash, dash pads. Yeah, dash hills or whatever. Yeah, running hills. Um, it has a it, it does a weird little thing with it to where you're jumping and stuff. Uh, but um, this one has right off the back. Uh, has a little path off the left side that you can run. You run along the edge, jump, get all the way up top, and yeah. it gets you like basically run all around the map and yeah. you have to use that path i think two different times to get to two different separate um mm-hmm. locations okay that give you the gems that you need for this area yeah i th- I, I think i recall that yeah. yeah and then uh and i think you get the key that way too if i remember right yeah and i think then, i found the key in this world but i never found the chest um that's probably because you didn't do the dash pads properly yeah um, i the gave dash, up pretty early in the, this world so there's a first set of dash pads that just does like a what would you call it like um a half pipe yeah like, oh that's what it was I couldn't make it to that last yeah that that platform. very last platform yeah so there's two half pipes with the that make up like running ramps and, you have and to the hit second them both. one the second one you don't have to hit them both oh really you just have to hit well you just have to go down and up one and you just have to jump right yeah and um if you jump and just press and hold jump at the longest and at the height of your jump you have to glide yeah and if you don't if you miss it by a cut like an like a second you'll yeah. you'll hit the edge and fall so yeah. that's that's the trick you have to hit it at the right yeah height. i don't think i ever made it so yeah but if you make it over there there's a hidden egg thief behind because you'll see it it's a big circle with a big wall on the back side yeah. of it if you go behind that wall there's an egg thief hiding really and you get an achievement if you kill that egg thief oh that's a special it, egg yeah thief, huh? it's, it, you killed the secret egg thief on this level that's funny so yeah it's, it is pretty funny yeah so, spyro has like that's those are the kind of achievements that i like yeah i love finding and i love finding them without knowing about them yeah it's just like it makes it so much better so fulfilling so like that's pretty much it for Wizard's Peak. Uh yeah, there wasn't much more other than just killing it more some more enemies yeah. and collecting more gems. Getting gems, getting dragons. Yeah. And now the flying level in the Magic Crafters world is Crystal Flights. I did not do this one, I don't think. I think I Th- said screw the flight ones. This one was kind of a pain in the ass. I ended up getting it right. It's just kind of ice caves. Crystal- okay. I guess it's crystal caves. Alright. But there's open air too, and you got trains, planes, chests, and I believe that's it. There might be something else. Arches? There's always four. There's something. Yeah. The circles are arches, something like that. Planes, trains, chests. Yeah, whatever. Oh. If you planes and trains? Oh. Yeah. There's always four of something, so. As long as there's four. I think there were rings. (laughs) Rings or... But you, I don't think I 100%ed this one. Maybe that's why I don't know. Yeah, I didn't even do this I, one. I, I came into this one, flew around a little bit. I, I got the chest. I got the trains. I 
got a couple planes and then I dipped. To be honest, flight ones pissed me off half the time to where I would be like, nah, I'm not doing it. Yeah, like, you it you just have to keep doing it until you get it perfect. Yeah, and it's like I don't I don't want to. Like, yeah, just let me half-ass it and yeah. let it move on. <laughs> yeah, for sure, I agree. Uh, speaking about moving on, let's move on to blowhard. Blowhard, you can get 400 gems in this, leading up to the boss and one dragon to save, whose name is Altair. 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 Yep. And blowhard, he is the third boss of the game. Dun dun. Uh, Altair. Speaking of, uh, he only has one horn. No, he really? doesn't. No, he has two. They're just twisty twat. Yeah, they're just twisted behind each other. He's got some weird, like, metal thing up in there. A medallion on his horn with a big-ass crystal ball. And feather wings. These magic guys have feather wings, which... It's cool that... I like how he has Altair's name. Or the name Altair. Yeah. It's also a, the name of one of the main characters from Assassin's uh, Creed. So. Yeah. Well, this game came out way before Assassin's Creed did. No, it's true, but it's like uh, <laughs> it's like Italian or something. Yeah. So it just makes me think of like because they try to add ethnicity. So Blowhard is well, actually, Blowhard. To, like, we'll go straight to the boss in this world. There, there's there's a level leading up to the boss, but it's not much. Yeah, I mean, it's just jumping, like yeah, killing some enemies like normal. Jumping, blowing fire, charging. Yeah. Uh, Blowhard kind of reminded me of, uh, what was his name? The Toasty? Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's not a scarecrow, but he kind of, he's a skinny figure. He's a guy in a tornado. Yeah, just spinning around. I think he's creating the tornadoes to spin around. Yeah, and he's like a skinny kind of looking guy. Yeah. And this is just, just like any other boss fight we did in Spyro. Yeah, um, this one, you just hit him with some fire, I believe, and then... Yeah, uh, he keeps moving to another platform, three platforms, I think, and then you end him. Yeah, you just hit him with fire, hit him with fire, hit him with fire, and you end up killing him. Yep, yep, and then I think that's it. Yeah, I think this one was pretty simple, pretty straightforward. <laughs> yeah, Blowhard wasn't anything special, but after you end up killing him, you go talk to another blimp guy. Balloonist. And he takes you to the world of the Beastmakers. And what do the Beastmakers do, Dodie? They make a lot of jambalaya. <laughs> do they? <laughs> I don't know. I think they're hick people, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. I think one mentions it, actually. No, they are hick people, for sure. But <laughs> they, I think one says, like, jumbo or some shit like that. I don't like, doubt it. <laughs> or gumbo. What does Beastmakers mean, though, I wonder? Maybe, like, Beast Trainer type of a thing? Like oh, that's... You're, like, that's... you're making your beasts... Maybe, to, yeah. ...to use, I guess? I don't know. So... That, that's what I would... Con- the world of the Beastmakers is a giant swamp. Yeah. Um, uh, all the dragons in it are hillbillies. I don't know that, if that's, that's derogatory, That's but... the gist I got. They're kind of more like a southerner... Southern, like, uh, swamp... Like... Southern hospitality dragons. Yeah. I like it. Yep. So... In the overworld, you have 300 gems to collect and two dragons to save, Bruno and Cletus. And honest to God, there's really not a whole lot to the hub world. You're jumping from swamp platform to swamp platform. At one at one point, there's a tree you have to cross over, and then you kind of go into this like ruined castle area. Yep. Um, I think you have some minions that are running at you, if I remember right. And... Yes, and this is where they introduce the minions who sh- can shock you. 
Oh, with the guitars. The, the yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, or they're, what, no, they're, they're air, they're they're air guitaring their yeah. club, their electric club. I remember. So they have these electric clubs that they hit the ground, which is made of metal in certain areas, and it will electrocute this certain area. And after they're done electrocuting the area, they take up their club and they do an electric guitar. I'm pretty sure it's some decent metal music's playing. They do a sweet riff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... That's kind of the gimmick of this area is electricity. Yeah. Because the main boss you end up fighting is Mr. Electric Head. Not not literally, but... Yeah. The first world you go into is Terrace Village. It's 400 gemstones to collect, two dragons to be released, Claude and Cyprin? Kyprin? I don't know exactly how to pronounce that one, but... Yeah, yeah this first world really isn't too much it's just jumping between these platforms and kind of on these raised kind of temple areas the, the, it's it's really just playing on the electricity gimmick because there's electricity the whole way through and then once you get through you can jump above the electricity and fly over it okay yeah i really don't feel it i feel like i skipped this one yeah so i'll kind of just hit the high points for us so one thing though cyprin in this in this world, he's a funky looking dragon. He looks like Jabba, Jabba the Hutt from oh, Star okay. Wars. Yeah, he's all like, laid out on his got side, got, got a big sexy, old his sexy belly. pose on. Yeah, it's like Slave Leia. <laughs> Leia could be right next to him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is Terrace Village. Not a whole lot going on there. The next world we are going to is Mist Marshes. There are five hundred. Um, gems here, and then five dragons to be released: Roscoe, Damon, Zeke, and Bubba. Um, and yeah, again, there's not a whole lot going on. From I, I, from what I remember, I can't remember much in this world, but there is a launch pad that will launch you to a separate area that has a dragon on it, of course. Um, I do remember this area. I remember there was a um, so. They don't normally make you jump on, like, small ledges that look like broken buildings or something. Yeah. This one, right. you have to go right. up, glide onto a broken building, and then jump onto some, another broken building that's, like, you're, yeah. like, you're like climbing through this giant hole that was in the side of it. Yeah. And you climb to the top, and there's a bunch of chests up there. And the only and, reason you know you can do that is because you see the chest on top. Yeah, and that's, yeah. And then if you do that, you can glide back to the beginning area where you saw more... Um, gems and chests that you couldn't get to otherwise as well um, and then you can get back to the beginning area and continue on if you wanted to keep searching I remember that because I did that one yeah um, and you, most of the areas that I went to I was gem hunting pretty hard because I get pretty anal about it sometimes <laughs> Do you? like if I'm like I'm at 150 out of 200 why not get the nope. rest the last 50 I mean they're only 50 left why weren't you like that in banjo <laughs> Banjo was shitty mechanics. <laughs> I worse, not yeah. shitty. I, yeah, they weren't Whatever. shitty, but I didn't, I didn't like them. <laughs> so, yeah, Miss Marshes, find the dragons, get the gems, get out, and we are headed to Treetop, which has five hundred gems in it, and then three dragons: Lyle, Isaac, and Jed. And this one, you are jumping in between these like giant trees in kind of a mist. So if you fall down, you'll die. And e each tree has a 
jump pad on it or a boost pad. Okay. So this world has another platform at the very end of it that you have to hit these jump pad or these boost pads just right. I think I did this one, but yeah. I think there was like a whole more ha other half of the world that I could go explore, yeah. but I couldn't figure out how to do it. So I said, screw this shit. Yeah. I'm done looking for it. Yeah. So this, this world is boost pads galore and yeah. you, and here they're incorporating using two of them together. Okay. So you have to boost pad to boost pad to get even a longer boost to make a super jump. Uh, like a super, super yeah. jump? Okay. And that's the very end. There's a thief. That's how, that's how you got There's to the other There's a thief up top. And okay. He's mocking you. The return home is actually on a lower level. Yeah, and see, I saw that upper level, and I'm like, how the hell do I get up here? It's hard. Yeah. It's I, hard, I, yeah. I, I started saying, screw it, so... And I think I was at a low low amount of lives, and I'm like, I'm not going to risk dying some more. <laughs> yeah. So, treetops, jump around, get the gems, get out. Yep. And I think after that, I just went straight to Metalhead. But, but I, I there is there's something a one you can do. Two more. No, there, um, no, not really. Perilous no. Flight, that's it. Oh, okay. So, I didn't miss too many, then. To get to this flight level, you jump into the well, uh, the well that doesn't have water in it, and you destroy... And you have to destroy all the objectives just like any other flying world. Yeah. It's nothing special. You're in a swamp, so. Okay, just flying through a swamp at yeah. this point? All right. It's another flying world, but in a swamp, you know? Yeah, I get so, you. So, if you perfect that, which sucks, to, you have to perfect all of these to get 300 gems. Yeah. Why were you anal about those gems, huh? Fuck those I wasn't, oh. like, I wasn't so anal you that I had those to... those gems. Clearly, Those I didn't 100% the game, more, yeah. so clear I wasn't that anal. Yeah. So, after that, we're headed to Metalhead, who, like any of the other bosses, there's 500 gems to discover in this world, and there's one dragon to save. His name is Sadiki. 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 And he's kind of a cool-looking dragon. He's like this fat purple dragon. He looks like a shaman with his staff. Uh, it looks like he's got bananas hanging off of his staff. It looks like he has four horns, too. That, too. He does have four horns. Yep. So, there's really not a whole lot leading up to Metalhead. It's... Yeah, I honestly can't remember much. I just remember the, um... There, there's these... The fight. There's enemies that throw items at you here. I think they throw, like, metal helmets or some shit at you. Oh, are they the ones that roll them at you yeah. or something like that? Are yeah. Are those the big claw creatures, or... I'm not sure. I think they look like lizards or like something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. There's like a male and a female. Yeah. And the female is like wearing a dress, like a pink yeah. dress or something. Yeah. And they'll like roll like a pot or something like that. Yeah. You. And then the male will just swipe at you. Yep. And that sucks leading up to Metalhead. Okay. The Metalhead fight. This is actually one of the boss fights that has a gimmick. You have to destroy these metal pylons that are in the arena. Mm hmm And you do that by charging into them or flame-breathing them. Okay. And, yeah, there's, in the first air, and Metalhead, the whole time you're doing this, he will be throwing these enemies at you, the enemies that you just described. Yeah. Um, he will pick pick them up in his hand and chunk them at you. Jeez. But, little bonus, if he throws an enemy through one of these pylons, it will actually destroy it too. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he can help you out here. I was just, I, I just hit him so quick, I don't, I don't even think I really fought him that much. Yeah. Like... I killed all those pylons so fast. Yeah. So once you take out this first area of pylons, which has like, I don't know, 10 or 12, probably, maybe not, 8, probably 8 
uh, pylons in it, Metalhead breaks through the wall behind him and runs off to the next area, which is just the same fight, but in a bigger arena. Okay. So you kill more pylons, you dodge more things being thrown at you, and then Metalhead deactivates. He shuts down because he doesn't have any power. Yeah. And that's the end of the world. Dope. Yeah. So, out of, so far, my favorite world is coming up right after this. But this was my least favorite world, the Swamp World. Yeah, mine too. I really just dislike the Swamp World. I like the dragons, though. They were fun to, like, listen to. Yeah, they, they had cool accents. and they Yeah, were... they were just funny. Like, that was kind of what they were. So, anyways, we are headed to the Dreamweavers now. What do they do? Dreamweaves? Dreamweaves? Dream oh. of weaves? Yes. Like, dreaming of, like, wigs and stuff? Maybe. Yeah, because... Them good old weaves? Yeah, I got them good old weaves. Dreaming of weaves. <laughs> Maybe they're dreaming of pulling weaves. Because, you know, they say don't, but... Us rebels. <laughs> oh, God. So, these guys... These are some of the coolest looking dragons in the game. They really abide by no rules. Yeah, magic. Yeah, it's magic. Or, I guess, dreams. Yeah, I... That's why it's goofier than magic. Yeah. Is because dreams are goofy. Yeah. So these dragons are goofy Dream, looking. Dreams even exceed the bounds of magic, bro. <laughs> yep. Exactly. But in the world of the Dreamweavers, which is this kind of just mystical green land with floating pillars and floating islands and these kind of old rustic kind of brick buildings with red roofing and stuff. Yep. There are 300 gems to find and three dragons to be released. Zekomo, Mazzy, and Latif. Latif, I remember that one. Yeah, Latif will come back later. So, anyways, Latif, he's a cool-looking dragon. He's like this blue... He's floating, or he's either being held up by his tail. It looks like he's like doing like a kangaroo like yeah, t- tail it, stand. It really, really does. But he's got like these space wings, which are cool. They're like black, purple, and have stars in them. Yeah, galaxy wings. Yep, but... In the in the Dream Weaver's world, the first level that you are going to is going to be the Dark Passage, which has 500 gems to collect and another big world with five dragons: Kasia, Azizi, Bakari, Apara, and Obasi. And please forgive me if I get any of these names mixed up, but to be honest with you, Dodi, I don't remember much of the worlds because I was too busy looking at the dragons <laughs> well um the world that we're about to enter has enemies in it what kind goofy ones um oh you know what that's right the you, little, you just brought me back to reality uh, yeah there's that big tall lengthy one yep that um if you so i can't remember like i think they have cannons that are shooting magic no it's these little leprechauns with lamps were they yeah. oh yeah okay yeah so these little There's these little red-haired guys that are holding these lamps. Okay. And every now and again, they'll turn their lamp on and off. Okay. And that will affect the world around you. Yeah, that's what it is. And then uh, these enemies will grow or shrink. So these tall, skinny guys... They get big, lengthy, like, enemies, and they'll just swatch you and, like, smack you. Yep. Um, And they'll do the same thing uh, when they're small, but they'll be real hesitant of it. If you're there for a couple more seconds, they'll still do it. It's just... And then there's the big, fat dude. 
that has armor on that he'll yeah. get big and he'll just beat the shit out of you. And then there's big turtles, these like giant. Well, they're not really turtles, but they're these little green things that turn into gigantic metal turtles. Oh yeah, I remember those too. And then there is also these dogs that turn into like demon oh, dogs. Yeah, or they're just little like what like uh, they're little pugs. Yeah, pugs. They're pugs that turn into like hellhounds. Yeah, there's there's some dangerous looking like dogs when they get turned into the hellhounds. They're yeah, like, like foaming at the mouth, like and just they're just snarling. Yeah, just bright ass red, like they're on fire. Yeah, it's it's awesome. This world is exactly what it says. It's a dark passage. You're kind of going through this like cave area, all the while fighting these dream creatures. One thing I wanted to talk about in this world specifically is this dragon Obasi, because he has horns that come out the back of this hood kind of thing. He's wearing a jester hat, a purple jester hat. He's a blue dragon with a giant glowing yellow staff. And I just thought he was badass looking because for some reason, like there's other dragons that have their face covered, but his stood out to me the most because he's wearing like a shawl that covers his face, his eyes, and then like the top of his shoulders. So, and there's also this other dragon, Azizi. He's got, he's like the blind dragon, I think. Oh, yeah, his eyes look all, like... Galaxied out. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like he's wearing... He also also has constellations in his wings. Yep. That's pretty cool. And he's got a crescent tail. I didn't even realize that. That's pretty dope. Yeah, these dragons in these next couple levels are amazing. So, speaking of these next couple levels, we're headed to the Lofty Castle after the Dark Passage... And the Lofty Castle has 400 gems to collect and 3 dragons to save, Mudada, Useni, and Barudi. And these dragons, they didn't really leave an impression on me too much. Un, un, I can't say it, Useni, he's alright. He's like a big, like, he's almost what you think traditional Japanese dragon, green with like red accents. Yeah. With big, like, black horns. He's even got that, like, top knot thing going on. Yeah, and he's got the big, windy mustache like most Japanese yeah, dragons do. Yeah, long, scrawny. But the level didn't really stand out to me terribly much. Did you have anything to note on this one specifically? Um, I can't recall anything specific on the map other than just it's like another difficult one. The, the, only, the only thing I recall specifically is this one has a couple floating islands off to the side of it that you have to jump up on top of. Like, yeah. it, it has a floating island and then three more floating islands that, like, spiral up to another section of the map. Yeah. And I believe this is the map that has a cannon in the middle of it that you have to shoot enemies to change their phase so you can get past them. Is that? I thought that was the main island that did that. Is it the main island? Maybe they both do that. I mean, Maybe. It, it could be similar. Yeah, but speaking of, there are these magic cannons that are in the, these maps. Yeah. And they, they'll do the same thing. They'll change people. Yeah. It's just small, but so, it isn't on a timer. Yeah, they're they're like these little lanterns that the leprechauns have. They can change the enemies back yeah. and forth. So, Lofty Castle, you know, not much of an impression on me, but after that, we're headed to the Haunted Towers. Alright. You remember this one at all? There you have, uh... 500 gems to collect and three dragons to save. Kosoko, Lutalo, and Kopano. And Lutalo, he is my favorite dragon in this next world. I'm just going to talk about the dragons because I think they're cool and the levels levels are alright. So, Lutalo, he has 
He's a green and purple dragon. He has feathered wings that go from purple to blue, and he's holding a magic lamp. But he just looks skittish as all hell. He looks like he's doing something sketchy with the lamp. He's like, oh god, oh, I, I unleashed something bad, man. I don't know what's going to go on here. So I don't think I did Haunted Towers. You don't think you did? I, I think I skipped this one for some reason. Well, it, there's not much to it. Haunted Towers, it's exactly what it says. It's kind of these dark towers that you're kind of hopping between, and there's speed ramps that you're kind of hopping in between these towers. Like, each tower has a speed boost that you use to hop to another tower. Okay. Yeah, and outside there's these big enemies that have metal shields that you have to... Um, they, they will actually bring their shields down to taunt you, and you have to fire breath them. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they're just norks like anything else. Alright. But after Haunted Towers, you go on to Icy Flight, which the last world was a swamp theme, and this one is now an ice theme, with these floating islands, kind of the same dream vibe going on. Oh, just an icy like, yeah, it's, climate. Yeah, it's like icy magic dream area. There. And same thing, planes, trains, rings, chests. Boom, boom. And collect them all. Yeah, and that will net you 300 gems. And will also lead into the boss fight of this area, which is Hackus. Um, leading up to Hackus, there are again 500 gems to collect. But this time there are two dragons to save Ravilo and Yunuka. Unika, I think, actually. But leading up to Hackus, there's not a whole lot going on. There's more of these magic casters who are transforming people back and forth and. Just your run-of-the-mill enemies until you reach Hackus. Yep. And are we saying Hackus because we're from somewhere that's Hispanic? I guess. Could it be like Jacques? Jacques. Jacques. Because it sounds more French than anything, but. Well, yeah, because he looks more French than Mexican. Definitely. I mean, so <laughs> well. Anyways, it's possible. <laughs> what what he is? He's kind of he's a Jack in the box. Okay. Yeah, so he's this big goofy Jack in the Box with a spring on the bottom of him. Oh, he right. looks yeah, like a clown, yeah. and then he and he jumps from like boxes to boxes yeah. and gets stuck in them, right? Yeah, yeah, and when he gets stuck in those boxes, you can run up and flame him. Yeah, and guess what? That happens three times. Yeah, whoa, whoa, yeah. three times. So that's one thing I want to talk about in this game is the boss fights were not hard. They were not hard at all. <laughs> they were not hard at all. Like they didn't. They didn't really scale with difficulty or anything no it, they weren't so that leads me to the question what is the ultimate challenge in this game probably 100%ing it not like that that's kind of like a, a goal like what in, in each level what is the hardest thing probably I, just I just ju I just feel like in order to 100% it, you have to kill all the enemies, so 100%ing is kind of well, like a, yeah, it's a challenge in itself because of how you have to 100 it. 100%ing anything is going to be the hardest thing of anything. Yeah. Because well, you have to do everything to reach that. Sometimes. Sometimes I, you I'm don't have to hit all the enemies, though. The platforming is the hardest part of the game. The yeah. enemies aren't hard, the bosses aren't hard. Your worst enemy is yourself. Okay. Is what I was going for. I guess I didn't... My worst enemy was not myself, so I, I didn't die that much to my yeah. own... Stupidity, that I guess. Oh, Mr. Elite <laughs> Platform. <laughs> On Spyro, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Hackus was nothing to talk about. You beat his ass, and you are headed off to the end of the game. Dang. Yep, 
you're actually headed off to Nasty Nork's world himself. Norky Nork. And the hub world proper has 200 gems and two dragons, Delbin and Magnus. Magnus returning. Yep, like we were saying way back at the beginning. Yeah, Magnus is a dragon who came to fight Nasty Nork and ended up getting himself frozen again. Like any dragons we'll find in this place. That's all That's all that happened yep, to them. Yeah, any dragons we find in this place were dragons who were going to come to fight Nasty Nork and ended up getting frozen again. Yep, I'm pretty sure we freed all... I think there's four total in this world. Like, in all three worlds combined, I think there's four, maybe five total. Yeah. Um, And I think all five we've freed already. And I kind of, truthfully... These levels aren't anything. I felt like they were kind of both just leading up to Nasty Nork himself. Yeah. I didn't even realize I was fighting Nasty Nork until like halfway through it. Yeah. I, these levels I found myself kind of speed running through a little bit. Yeah. Because truthfully you didn't realize you were fighting Nasty Nork until you were like, oh this is the end of the game. Yeah. it's And it gives you three heads. And it says you so, need to get through them all, and then I'm on the second one. Thinking, there's two levels that you have to go through. There's Nork Cove, and then Twilight Harbor. Twilight Harbor. Um, yeah. In Nork Cove, there are 400 de- gems and two dragons, Latif and Tomas, who have both come back from, who, who have both come back to fight Nasty Nork. And then there's also a thing: if you kill any rats in this level, you can unlock an achievement. It, yeah. Rattastic. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. I would have to look into it a little bit. But anyways, Twilight Harbor, there's 400 gems to get here. And there's two dragons, Cosmo and Cletus, who came back to fight Nasty Nort. Yep. But... Cletus probably came from the jungle place. Swamp place. Swamp. Swamp place. Yeah. (laughs) He most definitely did. That... Actually, (laughs) Cletus... Is what made me... I didn't even realize until you brought it up, but Cletus was like, wait, I've seen you before. Oh, really? And I didn't put it together until we talked before the episode. Yeah. But... Yeah, same with... The, what was it? Um, Magnus says that, I believe? Yeah, Magnus. Yeah. So, after you get through these two levels, which are kind of just... There's nothing really special. They're actually almost reminiscent of the swamp level. Yeah, or... They're kind of just green, grassy areas. That lead into confronting Nasty Nork himself. Nasty Nork world wasn't green, but... Yeah, but what I'm thinking of is Nork Cove was really swampy. Yeah, yeah, the first one yeah. was, but The next one was just like a, kind of like a metal, like, brick world. Yeah. Kinda, like a city type. It, it was a harbor. Yeah, it was, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, so you went to the cove and then you got to the harbor. All right. And it was more industrialized. Yeah. And then you are confronting Nasty Nork himself. Yeah, after yeah, he's attacking you, and you're having to get two keys. Yeah, so there's the egg guys that yeah. were prevalent throughout the game. They have these keys. Yep. And you have to go through these. They're actually pretty cool little race tracks. Yeah, they're not too bad. I enjoyed them. Um, so yep. you have to race for the keys. Yeah, one opens a door to find another thief to get the key to open a like wall. That you lower down that yeah, works on. It makes a staircase. And then after that, you start a foot race with Nork himself. Yeah, and you just chase him down. Yep. And that's it. Like you. That's yeah. That's all you, you literally do. chase him down and like you hammer him a few times in the butt, and then he eventually dies. Yep. And that's it, really. There's right? really like that speaks to the point that these bosses are nothing in this game. That the ultimate bad guy of this game was nothing was the platform 
Yeah, well, I'm talking like <laughs> the ultimate boss, Nasty Norm. Yeah. Was nothing. Yeah. Like, he was so easy. Yeah. All you had to do was be good at running. Yeah, so, I mean, their statement was true at the beginning. He wasn't a threat. It's true, yeah. <laughs> I, there's actually something funny I want to talk about towards the end of this, but... After you kill Nasty Nork, it takes you back out to kind of this... It's the Nork hub world, where there are these three dragon heads... Yep. ...that are opening up to reveal new levels. Yep. And Magnus appears. Yep. And he says, Good job, Spyro! You defeated Nasty Nork. And Spyro, being the smart dragon that he is, notices that there is one more dragon head that isn't open. And he says, hey, what's in there? <laughs> and Magnus says, that's Nork's loot. Come back when you have everything in the game. Yep. To just get more stuff. And you, we were talking earlier, you were saying that this is the world that you go to when you open this last dragon and you go to Nork's loot which is just a world filled it's actually a flying world yeah right it's the flying world for Nork's yeah cause before this I think before this little like interaction they take you through a cutscene before it basically you've beaten the game and yeah. this is the prologue yeah. of what Tanner is talking about right here cause they'll take you back it's like oh I forgot my interview and then he does his interview, or forgot about the interview. They yeah. like they've been sitting there waiting the whole time to him for him to go defeat Nork and then come back. Yeah. But um, says he beat it, blah blah blah. And then it brings you back. We talk to Magnus. Yeah. And um, it's almost like you've become a full fledged dragon at this point because yeah. you've what you've gone through. So it seems like they're trying to play on the fact that you can fly on your own now, not having to yeah. have like some sort of like. Thing making you fly. Yeah. Like, so Spyro grew up. Yeah. And he can now fly at any time. Yeah. So this world is kind of like a half platforming, half flying world mixed together. Yeah. Honestly, I'm pretty sure you can just fly through the whole map if you yeah, want to. Yeah. You could. Yeah. But it looks like a platforming world. Yeah. It's really fun. Yeah. It's just um, a mess around world, really. Yeah. So. I don't even think there's an enemy. After you. Should you collect all the treasure in the game and go and get. Go to this loot world. And get all the treasure that's in here, 100% it. You actually end up with 120% on your game file for Spyro. Okay. So over 100%. And this unlocks a little cutscene, which is reminiscent of the first cutscene in the game, the yep. interview. Yeah. So the I assume the same people are interviewing Spyro, saying, Hey, thank you, Spyro. You did great. His name is Bob. Bob? Yep. Oh, I didn't catch that. <laughs> and Spyro has his cool guy glasses on. Yeah. Uh, where did he get the glasses from? I don't know. Who was that dragon? I don't know. What? The Dream Maker? Yeah, yeah, the Dream Weaver dragon yeah. with the glasses on. I don't know. He got them from him. <laughs> Anyways, so Spyro does this interview and he says, Now I can rest. Now I can hang out. I, everything's good. And no, actually... I wanted to make a point here. Spyro learns from the mistakes of the first interview, and he says, Oh, Nasty Nork was actually a really good enemy. He put up a challenge, yeah. and he didn't make fun of Nork. Yeah. And he says, Now I can go on and rest. And as soon as he does that, two lightning bolts come from the sky and freeze these dragons behind him in a crystal. Yep, so back and at it. That's what Spyro says, back it to it. Yep. 
And Spyro 2, Ripto's Rage. Is that is that his? I think so. Riptail must be like nasty Maybe. Norks. Like I I don't I don't want to bet anything on that, but I yeah. think that's what it is. I've never played Riptail, so it might be it. Ripto. Ripto. Well, we might eventually. We're probably gonna go play and play all the Spyros. Yeah, hopefully. If this show goes on long enough, we'll play every game ever. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> no, we, we we probably. Won't. I don't think we'll ever play every game ever. I, I, I will. I'm going to play every game ever. It is. Well, I mean, good, good luck. Well, anyways, <laughs> that's the end of Spyro, the dragon. Yeah. And maybe. Maybe. <laughs> well, there's still game two. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. But no, that's the end of the first one. Uh, which is a great fucking game. Yeah. Yeah. I really loved it. So, Spyro itself has gone on to... Everybody loves Spyro, I think. Everybody has respect for the Spyro franchise. Yeah, anyone that knows anything and about it. Truthfully, I do too now. I this was my first Spyro game, and it's a great game. Yeah, really good one. They even get better. Yeah. So, at least the later one I've played, gets, yeah, gets a lot better. Like it's real interesting. I think I played it on the 360. So yeah, something like that. Nice. Well, we'll have to go back and play them. But speaking of playing another game, what's the next thing we're going to be playing, Doty? <gasps> Bioshock. That's right, the original Bioshock, the first one. Whoa, whoa. So we're I... going to go back to visit the streets of Rapture and see what Andrew Ryan has in store for us. Yeah, um, I'm pretty, you've played it before, right? Yeah, I yeah. love Bioshock. I think we're both going to play the remastered version, right? Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I think it's just graphical. Nothing. Yeah, um... From what I've read, it adds little extra, like, little tidbits about the game and stuff. Yeah. So, but that would be cool to l learn about. Like, it's like director's cuts and stuff. So. Yeah, so before we go, let's rank our games. And I'll go ahead and let you go first today, Dodie. All right. I would say Dishonored, still number one. Cool. Spyro, coming in at second. Oh, Spyro. So you're putting Spyro in your number two spot. Yes, sir. Wow. And before everything else. Basically, yep. Okay, um, so go ahead and remind us of the rest. Yeah, then. so Dishonored, Spyro, Gears, Fable, and Banjo. So you, Banjo's your least favorite game we've played? Yeah, I'd say so. Really? Yeah, I think I don't have the nostalgia for it, and yeah. it just didn't click as good as maybe it did for you or something. But Yeah, I, I played it as a kid, so I do have the nostalgia, and that's yeah. probably the only thing driving it. But for me, of course, I agree that Dishonored is the best game we've played so far, at least the most fun. Yeah, story, the story was really good. So Yeah, that's true. And uh, and then second, I agree that Spyro comes in second. Yeah, and that's for more just visual gameplay and just the fun I had with it. I respect its super tight controls. Okay. Yeah, it's it's just incredibly a incredibly tight game. Yeah, and then it, I really love what they've done with the new, the re the reignited yeah, series. It feels great in your hands and it looks great. Yeah. So just to finish off my list, I have Banjo in third, Gears of War in fourth, and then Fable in fifth. Okay. And that list will only grow as our show goes on. So in eight, for our show to go on, we need you guys to reach out to us on YouTube, reach out to us on Reddit, reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook. Twitter, Facebook. Um, just even our email account yeah <laughs> we're everywhere and if you have any tips for the show let us know if you have any suggestions for games let us know if you want to talk about a game or just talk to us even like. yeah come on by we're always hanging out 
Yep. Um, we should be checking it out every day almost. So. And we would just, again, this has been the Green Desert, and we would just like to say thank you. Yeah, thank you guys. And bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.